Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hi there, Mike Williams with Genesis, and welcome back to Investor Insights. Uh, Today's episode is uh, uh, titled Tomorrow's Headlines. Why do I say that? Well, you know, we've entered that all-important time each year where not only are we facing the fourth quarter in a market that's been choppy, and we had our summer swoon, as uh, we had discussed several times throughout the summer. Um, not only do we have that, but we also have one of the four quarterly earnings parades. I call them parades because they get kind of comical at times. Uh, but the, the name of the game in earnings is choppy. You know, we can expect that uh, as companies announce, um, we need to remember uh, one of the many things that Warren Buffett has taught us over time, and that is that in the short term, this is his quote, in the short term, the market is a voting machine. In the long term, it's a weighing machine. Now, when we talk about a voting machine, it means you can instantaneously make a decision. And strangely enough, right around earnings, for some odd reason, um, I think it's the onset of high-speed trading and lots of programs uh, that battle each other out. Uh, keep in mind, robots do about half the trading these days. And what they've done is they've even started to program their, uh, their quantitative uh, trading programs with headline numbers. So if, for example, a headline has the word miss in it, or misses, like GE misses earnings by a penny. They don't care about the penny. What they care about is misses. So what they'll do is they'll hit sell triggers. So that's why you see so many stocks these days. I mean, when I, you know, the first 20 years I was in this business, to see a stock open up or down 15% in a day was astronomical. I mean, it was a rare, rare event. Uh, Thanks to our high-speed buddies, um, it's a a daily event. It might be a minute-by-minute event during earnings season. There might be dozens of stocks that open up or down extraordinary amounts. Uh, But what it does is creates volatility over time because nine times out of ten, whatever direction that open is, that reaction, remember the voting machine aspect, Uh, Whatever that vote is tends to fade over time. So if you see a market pop and it's because they beat earnings by a penny, uh, usually you'll see the stock come in over the next few weeks. Vice versa, when a company misses by a penny, you see the knee-jerk reaction. And then over the next few weeks, it rallies back. So why do we bring all this up? Well, again, it's to set the stage for the time of year. You know, our bet uh, is that we've seen a lot of angst built. We know we've increased fear levels in almost every category. I don't care if it's the individual investor, the investment advisor, the mutual fund manager, the cash levels in banks. Um, 
no matter the survey, we're looking at multi-year lows. Uh, just incredible amounts of fear have been created in these volatile days. And, and look, when I say volatile, I'm using that word sparingly because I would argue it hasn't been volatile yet. It just feels that way to the crowd because they can't stand pain anymore. Uh, the one thing I think that 2008-2009 changed was the crowd's ability to withstand uh, pain. And, and, and when I say pain, that means more than an hour or two. It used to take months for a correction to unfold. Apparently, uh, we're learning that it now takes days. Uh, because quite honestly, with the exception of a few days here and there, the correction of the summer swoon in 2015 was exactly one day long. Uh, that big ugly day that at one point was down over a thousand points. We've been in the range of that day since. Haven't moved. Uh, so <clears throat> now we're going to interpret what earnings means. And here's our guess at what earnings will say. Earnings will say that the energy pit is hurting, which we should know. That should not be a surprise. And then when you include the earnings setbacks for energy sectors, you will find that the overall market appears to be losing its ability to grow earnings as fast as it used to. And of course, that'll be in all sorts of terrible headlines. Uh, but then uh, the smart money will say, yeah, but, you know, earnings are down in energy. So if I take that out, then we've got record earnings in the rest of the market. So I think that's what we have to do as long-term investors. That's what the smart money is going to do, and that's what the big money that's buying up these companies in M&A. While the, while the crowd is throwing their stocks out, uh, M&A buyers are sitting down in the street buying the entire company cheap. So again, some of the same stuff is, um, is uh, occurring that you'd expect. Now, Here's what's interesting. I, I called today's episode tomorrow's headlines. The entire swoon that we have felt, uh, the quote-unquote experts have told us that it's for a few primary reasons. Uh, number one, China is going to end the world for all of us. Uh, number two, cheap oil will end the world for anyone who survives China. And of course, if you happen to be lucky enough to survive the end of the world from oil or China, the third reason that we're not going to survive is the now strong dollar. Now, you do remember uh, the joke of the previous 10 years was the reason the market wouldn't go up, and it did, was because of a weak dollar. That was the problem. Now that we have a strong dollar, apparently that's a problem too. So just for grins, I thought we would sort of prepare ourselves for what the next headlines will be. So let's take each of those topics. Topic number one, oil. We can be somewhat certain that once we finally do get a real bounce going in oil prices, and I suspect we will, but recall our larger view has been for months, and we've got it on tape and in writing, that the new range for oil is probably somewhere between 30 bucks a barrel and 80 bucks a barrel. Now let's just say for sake of this point in our time together here that we hit the 70s somewhere in the next, I don't know, 
six months to a year. Be assured that the new headlines then will quickly forget the old headlines. And after hearing for months that low oil prices are terrible for our economy, I suspect we're going to hear these new versions of problems with rising oil prices. Now, if you're laughing, uh, try to stay driving careful, but laugh you should because this really happens. So, the premise would be that oil hits 70 bucks. Here's the kind of headlines you can expect to see. Oil prices hit $70 as pressure on consumers builds or retail sales sure to be clipped as higher gas costs take a toll. Or maybe this, weary consumers already weighed down by debt now face higher gas costs. Now, that won't mean anything when it happens. The purpose that I'm trying to point out to you is that here's a market that in 2008 hit $148 a barrel and the world was going to end because it was going to $300. And then the price collapsed because we found a bunch of oil and technology is going to find a bunch more oil. But the point is, is we've now been told that oil at 40 bucks is just horrible for our economy. So when it does bounce back to the 70s, expect those shifting headlines. Oh, number two. Topic number two is China. Now, once we get a few of the, quote, terrible economic reports, unquote, from China, round-tripped, and what do I mean by that? When you round-trip uh, a headline report, it means 12 more months has gone by, and you then compare to the horrible number, and usually it's a better number. Uh, the updated versions will likely still show a growing economy. It just doesn't grow as fast as everybody thought it was, but it hasn't been for a long time. So, just like we covered before, the headlines will shift to something like this. New growth conditions in China rekindle inflation fears, or copper shortage driven by growth spike in China, or Having shut down during recession, steel mills to run out of inventory. All sounds pretty spooky, doesn't it? Or how about this one? Investigation underway to review source of previous false slowing reports from China. I kind of like that last one. But anyway, you get the drift. All of the headlines we're afraid of today for all the wrong reasons will change and they will give us new wrong reasons to be afraid. Headline topic number three, the dollar rally. Now look, after a couple years of renewed strength, while everyone was chatting about the multi-year bear market in the dollar, <clears throat> the fully expected rally pause in the dollar will bring an entirely new read. What I mean by that is a lot of old headlines. It'll bring new sets of concerns that are really just regurgitating the old sets of concerns. And it'll look something like this. Dollar rally stalls. Traders run to gold. Or Chinese yuan to become new global currency as dollar bear market resumes. Or 
Schiff tells all dollar rally a bear market bounce. Gold to $10,000 an ounce. Or don't look for earnings help on trashing of dollars as the bear market bites. Or finally, I like this one. So goes the dollar, so goes the United States future. Remember, the point is, is we've gone from hating a weak dollar to hating a strong dollar, and my guess is we'll hate a weak dollar again. So what's my point about all this? It's sad, really, uh, as if these events unfold, many of these type of headlines will adorn websites and front pages at newsstands. We will forget that we fretted over the opposite of all of these events for the summer swoon of 2015. We'll forget how often it's been much worse than it is now. We will have new things to worry about, or in truth, will they be the same ghosts from fears past recycled to their latest renditions. Here's the thing. Building wealth over time takes, well, a lot of time. It will always be riddled with events that are very uncomfortable if we allow them to be. We will always fight the human emotional charges which will race through our brains as we read these terrible headlines. We'll be faced with life and death decisions painted into our minds by the media process and it will always be hard to fight off at times. Lastly, we will find that if we can remain patient and stay on our path, we will arrive at most, if not all, of our goals. If it was easy, there would be little to no gain. If there was no risk, there would also be no return. If it was simple, the results would very likely be paltry. And if we leashed all the experts and the talking heads that scare us to death, well, it might be effective, but it just wouldn't be that much fun anymore, would it? Now, as I close this version of Investor Insights, thanks for your time, and pass me the large bottle of new tropical fruit-flavored Tums, and find me that screwdriver that opens this window out to the ledge in my office. Until we hear from you again, May your journey be grand and your legacy significant.